Where are you on ACDC? I'm not a fan. Why? They suck. <laughs> well, I don't want him as my drummer. <laughs> yeah. Are you a fan of ACDC, John? Yeah, I like a lot of their stuff. I mean, a lot of it sounds the same, obviously. But I do not like, I mean, their, their anthem. Jesus Christ. Anthemic? Hell's Bells is a sweet tune. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That is. Look, he's eating it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. He's eating it. Oh, my God. You spent money on that. What in the hell? He would have spent $10 on that. Get the hell out of here. Get out of my house. You want to borrow? Here's what's great about that. There's nothing great about it. This dipshit waited until he heard me say we're going live on and then came in here with the mark. With the mark in place. The mark was in place. God. Oh my god. That's, uh, oh my word. Well, at first I went, oh my god, girl. And then oh I thought, no, for. it's it's rookie. It's 100 percent fake. You badass. <laughs> Joe, do you have your email in there? I just sent you a a picture of when I was on Safari in Africa. I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, excuse me. Wait, you did that at the airport? Oh my god. You're gonna get fired. Safety meeting? Uh, that was before the efficiency meeting. I'm being known as the Terminator. If Matt wants to see you, don't go see him. Oh, uh, Matt. Uh, uh, I can't make it to that meeting. They're going to pull a Kenny on you. Every time you ask to see them, they're just going to go home for the day. <laughs> didn't one guy Didn't one guy think you were undercover boss or something that like Thomas. that? Thomas. Thomas Hosley. Great guy. I love Thomas. He's the one that wanted to borrow your truck. Yeah, he wanted to borrow my truck like 30 minutes after I knew him because he wanted to move a refrigerator. <laughs> the thing is, you don't own a truck. Oh, well, a Suburban would, would have fit in the Suburban. Yeah, and that's I, not a truck. It's not a truck in the no. urban area. Didn't he drag it through the mud? <laughs> well, not only did he have to drag it through the mud. Yeah, Danny, we got to do our UFO theories. Um, it wouldn't fit through the door, so we had to look take at the, the monitor. <laughs> I have turned into... Theodore Kaczynski, look at my little writing oh my notes. Yeah. I, I think this topic is driving me mad. Mad. You're having a laugh. <laughs> Are you having a laugh? I think Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. 52, bruh. Huh? 52. I think I need to go to the Twitch farm. I hate our new the email. Just for the record. For an extended stay. I have to go to three different things to find stuff. I, I don't like that. Is Twitch farm stays, is that covered by insurance? Because uh, I think I could convince a doctor that I'm not well. I'm not sick, but I'm not well. <clears throat> Do you want to ride in my Mercedes, boy? <laughs> what? I, I don't know that. I don't want to know whatever it was. 80s, 70s? Don't you buy me a Mercedes Benz. My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amens. Joe, what's the what Volkswagen? Me? Um, that's a picture of me when I was on safari. Yeah. Oops. 
<laughs> I don't know a berry. I have to laugh. <laughs> you rode an elephant once. I did. Uh, did it do that? Yeah. John, have you ever heard of Seven Nation Army? Yeah. It's I have, band, yes, of course. Well, isn't that what's-his-name's band? Here comes the condescension. Jack White. Yeah. Yeah. How many different bands is he in, Jack White? Well, that's that's actually a song. And Well, it's done by a bunch of good-looking women, and they, it's a song about the bass. About that bass. About well, that I bass? know it by the White Stripes. I don't know it by anybody else. Well, Camp sent me it. That's Seven Nation Army on YouTube. Who's it by, does it say? I, I, I only know, know it by the White Stripes. I don't know, John. It's a, it's a song called All About That Bass. That's Ma- that oh, well, that's Ma- that Manny Trainer. What's her name? Megan Trainer. Megan, Megan Trainer. Yeah. Who the hell's Manny Trainer? Your <laughs> younger uncle. brother. Yeah, oh, I said uncle. I'm very confused at this uh, point. Steve that's Anderson right. and Jeff Dayton are no, know each other. Of course they do. Steve in here. Yeah, saw well, that. Yeah, because there would have been a ton of room for that. Right. <laughs> Who stayed up for the end of the game last night? I oh, made it to the... I didn't even make it to the puck drop. I gave him three full periods. I, I, watched, the, I watched the first overtime, and, and then I went, no, I got to go to bed. This is ridiculous. I missed some of the first the overtime. The Dumba hit, by the way, was reasonably clean. Very, very he didn't much leave so. his feet. Not a violent hit. He didn't leave his feet. What was so wrong Not only didn't leave his feet, but he didn't... It, it was kind of... Hey. A, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, it was it was a, a matter of physics. The guy was coming into him, and right, right. Dumba got under him. Yeah, and where, bleep uh, Suter, by the way. Where oh, was God? Ever, I hope somebody takes him apart. That guy really, really. Where was a the POS. puck? Where was the puck with the Dumba? The puck hit? was gone. Yep, this was but behind it was the, gone uh, it, behind it, the goal in, in literally moment a moment before this hit. So it wasn't interference or anything. I nope. don't think so. Nope. No, I don't think they called a major, reviewed it in Toronto. I came hope, back a minor. I hope Reeves takes Suter's head oh, off. Me too. Well, what He's did going he do? after the cross Cross check Kaprasov twice in right in front of the net and, and violently. Right. And yeah. to the point where he had to come off the ice because yep. his back hurt so bad. Jesus. He I is, hated him when he was here. I yeah, I wasn't a fan. He was not well loved in the room. He's a selfish say. You know what? Mm-hmm. I woke up. The phone in. No, the TV was on, <laughs> and they were at commercial. So I picked up the phone. What did the Wild do? Did they win or lose? It said two to two, two to two. I'm like, how can it still be two to two? And what then they time came was back this, from commercial. Uh, sometime in the second overtime. So then I watched the rest of the game. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. You fell asleep and then woke up? I was on the couch. Gotcha. So I fell asleep during the first OT. Now I, I say the ice outs are brought to you by this these people. Correct. Brought to you. Start with ripple up and then uh, yeah, rip them and read them. Cold copy. Well, the way things are going, I could we could sell a, a, a lilac update. Yes, we can. Yeah, but. Well, I don't is, know if this is good or bad. This Joe? Is a, Joe, this is a discussion we should have at another time. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> you ready? That's funny. <laughs> when I funny. say that, that usually means I'm ready. I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you, you, me, 
Garage Logic Podcast number 1059, April 18th, 2023. 89 degrees on this day in 1985. 21 degrees on this day in 1953. And on this day. What you got, bro? 10 years ago today, six and a half inches of snow Ooh. in 2013. Uh, the ice outs are coming up, and I guarantee you fishermen are getting so anxious that Ripple Lip wants to come on board. Ripple Lip, you know, you put the hook in the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Sure. Here's what they are. It's a university, Ripple Lip University. Fishy, fishy people. Ripple Lip provides instructions to set up, tweak, and dial in your Hummingbird, Garmin, or Lawrence Marine Electronics. All it is is an app. It's brilliant. Sounds like a oh, I've of actually, all your equipment. I've seen this, Joe. Visit Ripplelip, one word, RippleLipUniversity.com for details. Minnetonka went out on this day in 1855. Okay. <laughs> I get a kick out of these. I like that, 55. 1897, 1898, 1913, 1917, 1928, 1937. Those kids will be bugging you to get the dock in and go swimming. So I hope you get a hold of the people at Aquaside. They've been helping people maintain great lake shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products. They take care of everything. What do I say? There's no need. No need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. You call Aquaside. Tell them what you're looking at. Describe the problem. They'll get the right products to you, and your place will look great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and, of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. No, I did not make it till the second overtime of Come last on. night's hockey game. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I gave him three full periods. If you can't get it done by then, I'm done. The boys stole one. Now the boys played a feisty game. Feisty game. Say uh, a little uh, f- additional information on the call to prayer, which has been authorized now to to be allowed five times a day all year long. Sure. It's in Minneapolis. 24-7. Why That's not? right. Uh, well, Matt has a great question. The, uh, the noise ordinance in Minneapolis is 65 decibels. Uh, 65 decibel is described by multiple websites as being the equivalent of loud talking or laughter. Anything above that level requires a permit. While technically possible that the call to prayer is currently being played at 65 or fewer decibels, it is practically impossible as it would not reach the intended audience unless they were standing nearby. I swear we covered that. We, we talked about that last I, week. I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought I, up on, sixty-five well, decibels numerous times. Fine, but we didn't get to the point where it's it, it's just loud laughter or loud talking. 
So therefore, how can you reach people? This this means probably uh, they will have to have a standing permit that allows the call to be played at a much higher decibel. That's a slippery slope. Other religions should demand a similar right and then challenge it in court when denied. Heaven help us. We are governed by mental midgets, Matt. All right. I know we mentioned 65. I guess I didn't put together what 65 meant. It's not very loud, apparently. 65 is not very loud. Remember when they used to have the decibel meter at the dome? 120. Was it 120? (laughs) Here, um, for a a difference, um, the exhaust system on a motorcycle shall not emit or produce a sharp popping or crackling sound. Um, Minnesota sets a limit of 85 to 95 decibels. And they do check that when pulled over, if they have the equipment to check it. Don't we kind of annually go through a thing where uh, Harley riders are frowned upon when they drive around the lakes because they're too loud? Loud pipes save lives. I'm not sure that's true, by the way, but it sounds good. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate them. The only time I really appreciate them is on the freeway when they're coming up behind me fast and I have advanced warning. Yeah. The rest of the time, yeah. Take or leave it. And yeah. some additional notes on the election proposal we learned about yesterday when we learned that there is a proposal by a House Democrat, Emma, help me, Emma Green. Emma Greenman. And Emma Greenman, who would wish to... Uh, for example, pre-register voters at the age of 17, so they're ready to just fly out of the chute. Yeah. Uh, Bert notes, how much easier would Democratic activists like voting to be? You have to, you barely do anything now. It's beyond the guarantee of Democratic victory vote. I suspect what they would want uh, for many voters is to simply have an activist vote for them. That's, is this from our, our guy, Bert, who always emails? Yeah. He's in my brain. I was thinking if you're a registered Democrat, hey, we'll vote for you. Yeah, activist. Just sign here. We'll have someone vote for you by proxy. We promise we'll vote according to your wishes. Voter. Cool. Cool. That's easy. easy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then Downing has a thought on this. Uh, Let me get to his thought. Uh, I can see where this bill is headed. Considering the ease with which people created non-existent kids to receive non-existent meals... In the Feeding Our Future scandal, how many thousands of non-existent 16-year-olds could say they pre-registered to receive lifetime absentee ballots mailed to a vacant storefront on West 7th Street? Oh, here come the dark helicopters. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. I love it. Uh, And this one is from Carlton. The doorman? Uh, (laughs) The college? He's got a cool name, Carlton Smee. Oh, hello, uh, this is Carlton, you doorman. <laughs> Greetings, Joe and gang from the desert of California. As things seem to be progressing in Minnesota at a rather alarming rate, it is almost as though California and Minnesota are having a whole by beer contest to see who can ruin their state faster. The good news for my family is that we live in the middle of nowhere where no one gives a crap about us or notices us, and we hope it stays that way. I am writing in response to the worries expressed concerning the new voting bill. It's a proposal in which all people over 18 will automatically be registered to vote. This may be a little black helicopter-ish, but please bear with me. 
It is mostly a common understanding that ballot harvesting is a regular practice in our larger cities. The DFL can only get votes in what amounts to 12 of 87 counties in Minnesota. If every person in Minnesota is registered to vote, what is to stop the DFL from stuffing ballot boxes in a few counties to add to their total? If they know on election nights that they are behind in the governor's race by a certain number of votes, what's to stop them from finding votes in Hennepin, Ramsey, Clay, Cook counties to help bring their total up? Previously, it was because we only had so many registered voters in the state. But once this law would get passed and established, the number of registered voters in the state becomes whatever the party in power wishes it to be. This is rather dark, I know, but as a pastor, it can only com- I can only comfort myself in knowing that someday the new heaven and new earth will come. Until then, we just do what we can not to kill each other for the rest of our lives. Good luck. Praying for you from the Mad Max hellscape of the West Coast. Best regards to all you sinners. Carl. Thank you, Carl. Uh, that proposed bill by Emma Greenman is fraught with danger fraught with danger speaking of let's do the best we can not to kill each other you got a kid in kansas city who knocks on the wrong door trying to pick up his brothers yep in the brother i thought it was one had twin brothers and the word i can't say who answered the door shot him yeah now you got a gal out east was it Vermont, Maine? Check on it, please. Rookie. New York. It was in New, New York, York, upstate yep. New York. Turns into the wrong driveway. Uh, and the homeowner comes out and shoots her dead. Uh, I turn into the wrong driveway about five times. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Me not too. the wrong drive. Yeah, I turn into a driveway in order to turn around if Correct. I'm going the wrong way. Yep, same with me. Everybody in the country does it. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to get shot if we turn into the wrong driveway? Well, you are when there's idiots out there. I hope the guy in New York and I hope the guy in Kansas City rot in hell. Me I hope too. they go to prison for life. Definitely. What what the hell's going on? The uh, the explanation by the gentleman um, in the first case that you mentioned. He's he, not a gentleman. Well, I'm being your New York Times facetious. Is. Yeah, but he. His quote was, he feared for his life. And I'm thinking... Why? Because a black kid knocked at his door? First of all, he wasn't in your home. He knocked on your door. Uh, Ring the doorbell. But that's all he's... He's just saying that by rote. He has nothing else to say. And that that phrase jumped into his pea brain. I better say I feared for my life. What was there to fear, you idiot? Well, first of all, if you're fearing for your life like that and somebody's outside... You can call 911. Get the ball rolling. Don't answer the door if you feel unsafe. And that's what the victim's father said. He said the same thing. He should have, if he did, he should have called the police. In these two cases, were they rural or were they in a city? The first case was in a city. No, he was in a neighborhood. The girl that turned into the wrong driveway, I believe that was rural upstate New York. Yes, that's correct. Wow. The one thing I've noticed that I've, I've forgotten about. I, I, let me. I'm sorry, Kitty. Let me Go rephrase ahead. that. Go ahead. She didn't even turn into the wrong driveway. She presumably turned into a driveway. Just no, to, turn to turn around. Turn around. Yeah. Which is common practice, like you said. Yeah. Everybody does it. The, yeah. The one thing I noticed since moving back up here, I'd forgotten all about, is people just drop by randomly. 
uh, I'll be. Like, I don't like to drop by. <laughs> I'll be working in my shop, and all of a sudden, uh, here, here's a friend or a neighbor standing there talking to me. Oh, it's right left the church. I went over to the store. I, I I shouldn't say this. Maybe I should refrain from. But sometimes I hide my truck, so it looks like. I'm not <laughs> but in the Kansas City case, Kenny, the uh, the the young man, unfortunately, he thought it was what 115th Street Northeast, yeah. and he went yeah. on 115th Street. Right. And I'm correct. Yeah. How does this happen? I don't know what's happening, but I do I do have that that terrible feeling that I've expressed previously on the show that something's gonna happen. That that really nobody's in charge of anything. Look at the release of these documents by this Teixeira guy to his gamer friends about the US's most secret secrets. What what are you kidding me? Who's running the show here? Who's running the show in any the government's so big How and big so redundant it? that it doesn't know what it's doing? It Do has wanna, no clue. This I'm really tempted to segue here right into aliens. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go, baby. That very reason is why everything that we've been told and we believe about aliens is part of a psyops game. Because there is no way that these ass clowns could keep this kind of real secret. They're doing something else. They're telling us all the wrong information. It's the old phrase, get them to ask the wrong questions. You don't have to worry about the answers. There's no way the government could keep this secret. No way. Hey, I have a new theory. Go ahead. My UFO theory, and I'm a Fermi guy. You know, Fermi said, yep. where the hell yep. is everybody? Right. Yeah, and I'm a zoo guy. I'm a, you're a zoo guy. My yep. new theory is, and I base this on the, uh, you know, the thousands of year old carvings in Peru or in Egypt or whatever of characters who uh, uncannily look like space people. They have helmets well, on. And, well, okay. Uh, now, let me finish. All right, go ahead. My, my theory is that we were visited a long time ago, but the visitor said, these people are morons. <laughs> they don't even know how to, you know, build a pyramid or carve a likeness in stone. We're out of here. We'll That's... show a few things, but we ain't coming back. And they've moved on. You, That's so my you're, theory. You're yeah. actually part of my theory. The zoo theory is that they're watching us yeah. and they're not interfering. Um, and part of this alien thing all started in the United States after we started doing the first nuclear tests. Yep. And there's been a lot of so-called sightings around these areas. Um, so in the zoo theory, to dumb it down, just says uh, we're an experiment or they created us. They engineered the genetics and they're just watching us and not interfering. But I think we're 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 paying attention to the wrong people, the people talking the loudest right now about aliens aren't the right people to be talking about it because these people aren't physicists. We should be listening to people like Avi Loeb or um, Eric Weinstein, Stein, excuse me, um, Jeremy Riss, people like that, instead of these wackos on the History Channel. And I've recently think we talked about this show, uh, this History Channel series a couple of years ago with um, Louis... Uh, the guy who worked for the government? Yeah. yeah. You know what his job was in the government, don't you? He was a UFO guy. No, he was disinformation. Or, oh, disinformation. Yeah. I, I think that's all a plot to lead us astray. So either they're sitting on something so big 
that it could seriously damage and harm and upset the globe as we know it, or they're hiding secret technology. Okay, well, the hiding the secret technology plays into my theory. The visitors came a long time ago and kind of washed their hands of us because yeah. they thought we were useless. Yeah, dumbbells. And and anything you see now is is human technology. Anything that's going on is something we're experimenting with or attempting to create or reverse engineer or what have you. But it's, uh, I think the aliens have been done with us for quite a while. They might have named us a national park or something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. But, but other than that, I don't. Uh, but I did say, and I'll stick to this, this is the year we'll find out one way or the other. We could. Thank you. Thank you. We could simply be a dome the size of a marble in the vast scheme of the universe. Seriously, we're we're, um, we're a popcorn fart. Now well, I it's have like to, a picture of the sun that you were sent. Now I have to wrestle with, with planets inside it. Oh yeah. Now I have to wrestle with where does God fit into all this? Well, <laughs> that's a fair. That's a tough that one. Here's off. what happened. Here is what happened. We break it this down for you. Good. They said, "Take us to your leader." Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Yes, sir. And then they went, uh, we're out. We're, uh, you know, I was given the Bible a lot of thought yesterday, Joe. Yeah. In the beginning of uh, Genesis, they cover a lot of information that they just lay out as fact right there. And there's just no room for questioning ever. And it really, I question my faith sometimes, Suchi boy. I have to be honest. I can't afford to. Yeah, you're almost, you're almost past repentance time. It's kind of... you know, there was never a question and answer series at my church where you could raise up your hand and go, "Wait a minute," and Hold they'd up. always and then they'd always say, "Well, you should go to Bible study on Wednesday night." So I'd go to Bible study, but if you came off as a disbeliever, or you had questions, they tried to convince you to come over to their side mm -hmm. just based on faith. Are but you, you can't be a literalist. You need to be a contextualist. Listen to you. Believe wow. That word. Yeah, how oh, that, huh? man. I read that somewhere. Well, I think that's you the end of our discussion. What have you been hiding? <laughs> I love uh, your shirt, man. EcoFun Motorsports? It was sitting over there. It was so damn hot in here. And I couldn't take my I know. long sleeves off. I have not touched a thermometer. And if oh, I, wait honest a minute. to God, hotter, uh, you're losing this you're going to see these. Well, I love your uh, EcoFun shirt. It's and I can't give you a promising weather forecast, but it's bound to get better. Electric bikes are in stock and on sale for spring at EcoFun Motorsports. Save 400 bucks on new electric bikes. Take a demo ride. they got a giant parking lot. All the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures are in stock and in a variety of colors. Beat the man at the pump, 100 to 120 miles per gallon, no interest financing for a year. The Yamaha Zuma 125 fuel-injected suitor, scooter, suitor, scooter? I'm yeah, thinking of that rotten suitor. Yeah. Somebody get him. Save 300 <laughs> bucks off that uh, Zuma scooter. And the R-Max 1000 side-by-sides, the golf carts. They, they have seven Vanderhall USA Roadsters left in stock. You must see that for yourself. It is really, really cool. 195 horsepower, four-cylinder four cylinder turbocharged, street legal. This is EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake on Highway 97, almost immediately west of Interstate 35 and down in Burnsville on the service road of life. 
the uh, near County Road 42 helmets, apparel, service, great people. And it's your electric bike headquarters for what we hope will ultimately become a long summer of scooter and bike riding. EcoFunMotorsports.com. I love playing that soundbite. <clears throat> Made in America. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. That's three, Joel. Wow. That's three. <laughs> Maybe he just went maiden. Like a maiden. <laughs> a young maiden. 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 Yeah. Yes. Who, who's our enforcer on the wild? I forgot his name. Ryan Reeves. Ryan yeah, Reeves. Reeves. Reeves needs no relation. to have He was Reeves. batting his eyes at, at Souter. Yeah. Don't worry. This will to... happen. Take care of business. Felino wanted to take his yeah. I see. I was going to say Felino was trying to go after. Suter, you, you, what balls he has though to pick on Kirill? Well, he Are knows you that. Me? Well, there's a reason he's doing it. Well, I know, but he's going to get killed. Yeah, I don't think that's. He's asking for it. <laughs> we got to get this guy. You know what I'm saying? I uh, can't be flopping so, around the ice. Did you, and did you two get that text I sent you, Chris and Joe, about the elephant? No, I sent you a text with a coach. Oh, giving, I saw that. Yeah. Giving his kids yeah. an inspirational speech. I didn't get anything from you, Kenny. Uh, I'm steal their lunch money. Yeah, me too, Rook. Oh, I sent it to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciated it. Oh, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a funny speech. Is it the bleep and embarrassing one? No, but it's, it's close. On par. There's, there's no swearing in it, though. I love the bleep and embarrassing coach. It's so good. <clears throat> All right. You know, Boudreaux was the best. Oh, God, yes. No one carved out the F word better than Boudreaux. Brucey. Good neck. When do they play again? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. 8.30 and Friday at home at 8.30. And Sunday. Boy, St. Paul might have about six people out and about Friday night. Sunday they got a 5.30 game at home. How do I get into that? I'll be in town on Friday. How do I get into that game? Uh, Tell them who you are and call the uh, the relations department of the (laughs) Wild. You know, one day, uh, well, no, yeah, it might be the NHL game. now. The playoff game will be run by the NHL, not the Wild, though. You can get yourself down to Tommy Reed's. Uh, McLaren was at our house this morning, and she was there last night. Do we have a suite? And uh, Yes, but I'm, I'm sure, sure it's, it's used. Probably being used by clients. Hmm. Uh, she said, Tom Reed, you couldn't, get, you couldn't get another body in there. Why would you? Uh, I guess. What, just to watch the game? Yeah. But the game didn't get over to one. She didn't stay till she didn't stay that long. Bars are open till two. That's perfect for bars, boy. That's awesome. They were printing money. Yeah, that's good. St. Paul needs that. What are we waiting for? I don't know. I'm not. I'm ready. All right, Ken. Here we go. What are we waiting for? Truth, justice, and the sujure. Taking that base for a walk. DK Mags, they've been taking a walk in New Brighton since 1999 with a wide selection of all sorts of firearms, including pistols, revolvers, shotguns, rifles, 
of course, along with uh, am ammunition, magazines, parts, accessories, gunsmithing, the whole deal, a full service gun shop uh, servicing the entire Twin Cities area and beyond with a fantastic website, dkmags.com. Special orders? Nah, no problem. DK Mags will be glad to help you find the exact firearm or accessory that you've been searching for. Uh, DK Mags will also buy your unwanted firearms and related items from, uh, you know, a single firearm to large estates. Uh, contact DK Mags if you want to sell something firearms related. They also do consignment and auction services, a wonderful staff, a great selection, fair prices. DK Mags, Old 8, New Brighton, and on the web, dkmags.com. Good morning, Joe. I have an answer to your question on yesterday's show when you asked what people did back in March of 2012 when people were out golfing. He's referring to, we were talking about the current crop of weather hysteria people who yes. who think it was unusual that we had some warm temperatures last week. And uh, Joe's answer is, well, they were probably out golfing. <laughs> I'm not sure if you remember me or not, but I am the listener who has the Mysterian Neighbors not only do we remember you, yeah, we're begging we, you for more yeah. information. Pins yeah. and needles for an update. Yeah. I'm not sure if you remember me or not, but I am the lister who has the Mysterian neighbors, and I was wondering if I could get your thoughts on a few things. There is an old saying that says, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Huh? Quoted from author G. Michael Hopf. It's a long I'm wondering saying. if yeah. us as Americans have been so comfortable that our leaders are soft. Therefore, are we headed for a hard time? Uh, yes. On top of that, I would dare to mention that our leaders are the weakest than any time in our history. I, I can't disagree with that. So does that mean that we are headed for the hardest time in U.S. history? Or am I just or do I just have to get off my lawn uh, lawnmower? <laughs> Or am I just having a get-off-my-lawn moment? On another note, since I like doing research so much, every day I have been calling our great and wise governor to see if I could actually talk to a human. This is the beginning of the fifth week, and I have not received a call or email back. I call every day at random mm -hmm. times, each time that message states that their office is open, and that my message will be returned. Like I mentioned, I'm on the fifth week of calling every day, Monday through Friday, without an answer or a callback. I always picture a phone on a card table in a small basement room with it ringing, with no, round, no one around except for the mouse and leaking pipes to keep the phone company. How are we supposed to push back if the third rail is so isolated that they can't even be reached? He's not exaggerating, by the way. We've all had our troubles trying to reach these people. In addition, I am also assuming that all negative messages are deleted and only positive ones are passed on. Therefore, Walls would think he's doing a great job. Or is that a black helicopter theory? Once again, thanks to all of the gang for doing the show every day. There are a lot of podcasts that only do once a week. And I am sure that every GLer appreciates the amount of effort and dedication it takes to put out daily shows. Your work is appreciated. Continuing to push back in a world of bad governance, Joe. Joe, forget your walls experiment. Where's your update on the neighbor who bought the <laughs> snowblower? <laughs> and uh, Joe's right. We are so dedicated to doing a daily podcast. 
Even when we decide we're not doing a show, we come in oh, and do a show. See? That's just insanity. Um, <laughs> they don't they don't work for us, Such. We've said it millions of times. They don't work for us. They rule over us. Yep. We are their minions. John, turn your mic on. I can't hear you. Sorry. I have a related thing to that also, Joe. Remember, we were trying to get hold of uh, Lee Finky or Fink's... Uh, uh, to yes. see if they ha- if yes. she had a newsletter. Yes. Uh, I got a reply yesterday from an intern, not from the person I left the messages with, but from an intern. Uh, and they gave me a place to go to saying she sends out email updates. But then when I went there and clicked on it, it basically says the page you are looking for does not exist. So <laughs> that's, that's where we're well, at. Well, you, if you, you probably uh, have been flagged uh, to not receive it, I would have yeah. Well, he's, or he, yeah, it was a, he, the intern said, I should be able to get the emails in that office. Logan. The name is Logan. Well, yeah. Well, he didn't ask for his pronouns, so he might be a they, them. Joe, I had to laugh at this tweet from, well, speaking of constituent communication, I had to laugh at this tweet from Ward 4 Council Member Mitra Jalali. Now, she is a St. Paul Councilwoman. You'll recall she's, uh, one day she tweeted about how she was having trouble crossing Snelling. And she wished that it would be closed so that only pedestrians could use Snelling. Seems rational. This is the kind of person representing St. Paul. Uh, and uh, the emailer Daniel notes, she lays the boilerplate groundwork. He's referring to a couple of Twitters of hers. Climate change is real. Every spring we do this work to protect city facilities and our residents. Record snowfall this winter and past week's melt means high levels. And it's a picture of her looking at the river. Uh, Mitra, uh, <laughs> this, this happens frequently. Usually and, around this time of the year. And then, uh, of course, implying this is a climate change created event because everything is a crisis now. Uh, This is the emailer. Because if it isn't, they have no power. She then posts a picture of previous floods in the same Twitter thread, discrediting her initial statement. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, God. Uh, Along those same lines, uh, it pains me to take my hat off, to doff my hat to Chris Reavers, but... Good job yesterday with that little meteorologist guy. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, because, Sun Garden? Yeah. yeah, you pushed back and then so did a whole bunch of other people. Well, he was contradicting himself, and I finally just got exhausted by it. I'm yeah. Like, well, okay, this yeah. is uh, this is a no. Well, was that on Twitter? Or? Yes. Yeah. Uh, From the GL okay. account, not mine. Mitra Jalali, who uh, has a side gig working for the Iranians, uh, trying to raise money. I continue to get their newsletter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, she doesn't even see the absurdity in laying out Twitter feed, uh, Twitter post number one, in which she's taking a picture of the river. And then a Twitter post, uh, secondly, shows previous floods. Uh, <laughs> and she said, uh, we have to do this work all the time to protect our facilities. No, there's really no city facilities that need to be protected. Uh, but uh, Mitra, uh, it's not climate change. Uh, you are wrong, and you are too vain to to know it, and you are not helpful. You are not there to be helpful or useful, uh, and it's a shame that 
in St. Paul is deteriorating because of the likes of these people. Uh, truly a shame. But that's true. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, this is who is in charge. And if people, we've had this speech a million times. If the, if the taxpayers of St. Paul don't wake up, they will be they will be run out of their businesses and, and livelihoods. They'll be you, run out of their homes. Do you think it would be worth trying to educate her on what the Army Corps of Engineers has done to our riverways over the no. last 150 years? Of how course they not. Dam things up and contain the rivers and areas that used to flood and relieve the river of, of its burden are now, uh, how do I say? I, I mean, look at downtown St. Paul. Mm-hmm. It's all walls everywhere. Yeah, no, no water can affect uh, St. Paul. Uh, it can affect Shepherd Road, and it has in the past. I've I've noted before that. Uh, but previous to people living there, I guarantee you that area where the airport is down there flooded a lot, a lot more than it than it does now. Even. Well, the whole neighborhood where. Uh, the Mancini family grew up, for example, in the Cosetta's mm-hmm. Little Italy, yeah. uh, flooded out and disappeared. They had, right. to, had to abandon it. <laughs> and same thing along the Minnesota and the Red and uh, all the way down to the Gulf. You know, I noted the other day that uh, the flooding was so significant in 1965. I realized that it's only happening now. It's never happened before. But take my word for it. In 1965, it was a pretty significant flooding to the point where Lyndon Johnson came to town. Yeah. And I got an email from a guy who said, uh, and this could be verified, I was unaware that uh, Lyndon came to town for to see the flooding, but the previous summer of 64, he came to town and they took him to Minnehaha Falls and they had to fake pump water over it because it was so dry. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Oh, so, that's a I mean, wonderful story. Oh, yeah, you people, uh, you... It's like the news reporter we saw kicking the sand. sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but here's the problem. So many people who Mitra represents, they'll just take her BS for, for gospel. They don't think for themselves. They're just, they just think this moron knows what she's talking about, and she doesn't. She quite literally doesn't know what she's talking about. We're just plagued by this kind of stupidity that's just overwhelming it's not even stupidity it's uh it's machinations it's machiavellian it's uh it's i'm gonna play this climate crisis out for all it's worth because it's guaranteeing i stay in power they're here to save us i wonder if the signs on 101 going into shakopee over the minnesota river are still there they are i just drove by it on sunday Uh, that was i mean i learned about this as a little kid because you drive by there and they say the water level was this high and it's the top of a semi cab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as a kid, you're stunned by that. In fact, have you have you been down there, Kenny? Since no, they not redid? in years. No, it's no, it's, re- been it's years. cool. It's it's a really cool interchange now that goes across the Minnesota. But the signs are still prominently displayed on both sides. Good. One hundred one. One hundred one. One hundred one. Yeah. Okay. Why haven't we heard anything about the Red River this year? Uh, uh, I think they're expecting it to crest. Okay. But remember, in years past, there's been. Right. Red River complete overflowage. I have been holding this back. Um, speaking of incompetence, but the Red River. Speaking of tax day, yeah. I give you Representative Andy Smith, Joe. He is a DFLer from Rochester. Okay. 
Are y'all ready to get good and angry like I did when I first heard this? <laughs> okay. This is about how oh, taxes are not evil. Oh, okay. Um, we can't just cry wolf every time that there's some sort of increase um, in our tax system. And I, I want to go even further and say taxes uh, are not in it of themselves evil. <laughs> um, they are ideally an expression of our society, what we think is good, how we want to live, how we want to relate to each other. Uh, we take a part of all of our incomes and we fund a society that we think is best. It's a wonderful tool that we have as people who live together Get in a state. And it crosses, crosses a whole bunch of lines from education to bank regulation to literacy to uh, the Secretary of State's office making sure businesses are actually businesses to uh, financial institutions making sure Look that they're up. responsible. Look I mean, up. Social Security, which we've talked about a lot. These are things that we have tax. Oh. We have because and we have this taxes. moron and groin they, kick him. What's his name? That deserves this. Uh, Andy Smith. Uh, Andy God. Smith. Look him up. I think we've heard from him before. We, on we something, have yes. something uh, equally as uh, incompetent. Uh, this piece in the Star Tribune today, the top story there: House proposes rebate checks. So, you know they're going to give us what a couple hundred bucks if you make under. 70 or something. $275, Kenny, a trip to the grocery store. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in the middle of the story, there was some, there was a small ray of hope. More than a half a dozen DFL senators have signed on to bills that fully eliminate the state social security taxes. That gave me a ray of hope. But they never will fully eliminate it. Eliminate it, I bet. Yeah, Andy hey. Smith. Uh, uh, wait, Smith. save it for the okay. uh, come back. I gotta go. I'm gonna treat you to the uh, proposed names to replace Patrick Henry at Patrick Henry High School. Oh my goodness, yeah. that is incredible mm. news! All right, well then. Speaking I'm gonna, of incredible news, yeah, I've got so much incredible news to tell you about that I want you to go get your stuff, Joe. Minnesota Masonic Charities, mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. What I want you to do is go to their website. I want you to poke around and just take a look and see exactly some of the great stuff that they do. They do a fantastic job of distributing money. Yes, they have a beautiful, beautiful campus uh, right down there in Bloomington. I was there last week, and you know what? I saw a lot of the history that they have, and the history goes way, way, way back. There were so many Masons, and a lot of them were extremely famous. I also want to tell you about the 7th Annual Dave Feist Memorial Sporting Clay Shoot. It's April 29th. You can register right now. It's Register is open right now. You're going to give this telephone number that I have. I'm going to give you the number to call, 612-790-5561. If you want to have a great day, and this day supports uh, the um, Minnesota Masonic Charities and the Shriners, so it's for a very good cause, 612-790-5561. Or better yet, poke around the website. Learn about Minnesota Masonic Charities. That's why they're on Garage Logic, so the word gets out. mnmasoniccharities.org. What's that now? How do I? Uh, what now? Where do we get these school names? Th this was a proposed vote. Yeah, but how did he get them? Is he a graduate of Henry? I would guess. Yeah, he's he is has an affiliation, but don't do not use his name. And why? Because it says it twice in there. Don't <laughs> use my name. Hello. 
You see the bold and italic underline? The information was provided to us um, by Ryan from down in the newsroom. Ryan's a diehard. GLR. I see nowhere on here does it say don't use money. Oh, dumb, dumb Ryan? Yeah. Oh. He's a great mole for us. Dumb, dumb I won't say it, but I mean, I see nowhere where does it say that. Okay. I wish Trust but verify. Oh. Trust but verify. Well, it doesn't say don't use my name. That says I wish to remain anonymous. That's the. We got her. We'll figure it out. Sometimes you're exhausting, well, words Joe. Words mean something. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought that's our job is to be the dumb one. So introduce him as anonymous. Hello. Hello. I wish to remain anonymous. Mr. Well, the council knows who he is. I was going to say, we just talked about him on the council. No, 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 no. Ryan just provided this email from a television viewer. Ryan's not the guy. Ryan's not the guy. Oh, my God. I'm confused. But he's in trouble now. I can say no. these are from a KSTP 5 Eyewitness News oh. tip line. Yeah. Um, well, tip line. Why is this so complicated? I don't understand. Yeah. Hey, we'll take care of it. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Let's go here. No. Let's go. No. You hold, please? Hold, please. You hold, please? Yes. I am holding on. Holding back the years. Simply Red. What a great love album. That. I love That's that one. Great album. I am, uh, for my part, I am reeling in the years. <laughs> Off to the races. I love that song. I'm counting the years. Joe, where are you on Steely Dan? I like Steely Dan. Oh, Dan. Studio band. Good studio band. <laughs> great live band tour. Okay. <laughs> Donald Fagan. Steve Winwood. No, Steve's not with them. Although he did There's tour with them room. three years ago. Yeah, now we're going to Kansas. <laughs> okay. Are you having a laugh? Ken, you ready? What's all this? Yeah, where are we going here? We're are trying we, to do the show. Are we going to John? That's No, I'm going to do Henry. Then we can take a break and go to John. Okay. Henry. Who's Henry? Patrick Henry. See the tip line guy? The British are coming. <laughs> all right, I'm rolling. That was poor beer. Oh. <laughs> Somebody out here. And one of them. It's the end of the world as we know it. And he feels fine. Joe Sushari. We, we hear it, GL, like helping GLers live their best lives. And I have to admit, I used to do this. Joe's neighbor across the street does this. End of the season. He fires up that snowblower, lets her run in the driveway for 90 minutes. You don't need to. Get all the gas is out. Just no matter how much gas is in the tank, fire it up, give it a gulp of seafoam, let it run through everything, turn it off. You know, it's you turn it off in one minute, and uh, seafoam does all the heavy lifting for you. I love talking about seafoam because it makes our lives so easy. Works fast, it's easy to use, it cleans, lubricates all the critical engine parts, so everything runs long, longer and better. Rough idle, loss of power, sluggish acceleration. That's all caused by a dirty fuel system. Seafoam cleans and, and lubricates everything there. And these simple common problems are overcome, making our lives with our cylinders fun and easy. You can find it everywhere. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. What do you think a snowblower holds? A, a nice 24-inch uh, uh, single stage? A gallon of gas? Oh, yeah, not even. Less than. Okay, no. so what you're doing if you let it run is you you might as well take $4.59 yeah. and just throw it in the street. 
Yeah. Because I uh, the gas I use for the snowblower is premium non-ethanol. That's now four fifty nine. Yeah. Why yep. do you use premium for the snowblower? Uh, it's uh, better for the engine. Engine. In, in the long, in the long run. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, your machine doesn't care. Your machine doesn't care. Uh, I know you're wrong. No, nah, it's gas it up. I mean, these uh, came to uh, these names came to five eyewitness <laughs> news. Uh, these are the proposed names to replace Pat. Oh, did you ever look up that Adam Smith or whatever his name is? Uh, Andy. Andy Smith. Andy Smith. Uh, Smith attended. What is he, about 12? He was born in 1991. Uh-huh. So he's uh, 31 years of age. He attended Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, Illinois, earning a bachelor's degree in theology. He then attended Westminster uh, Seminary, California, for his Master's of Divinity. Mm-hmm. He is married and lives in Rochester with his wife, Anna. Uh-huh. And let's see, what else do we have? Does he have a job? He, he owns a Go small ahead. business. Sorry, Rook. Okay. Uh, he started and manages the Gray Duck Theater and Coffee House and Garden Party Books, both in Rochester. Well, he's just a euphoria, in other words. A DFL euphoria. If I was in Rochester, I would go to Badass Coffee before I would go to that yeah. one. Well, he loves taxes. They're and, a blessing. And they're they're very good. Okay, here are the yeah. proposed you know names. Who, you know who that reminds me of? Hold on. Hmm. Got it right here. Yeah. I'm yeah. saving it forever. <laughs> yeah. Katie Lowry. We get what we paid for. Well, Katie's our friend. Yeah. We've tried to yep. get her on the yep. show. Yep. Katie. We uh, These are the names proposed to replace Patrick Henry because he must have known a slave or said hello to one at some point right. in his life or something, even though he was a great patriot. Patrick Henry, and these are the uh, proposed names, apparently, that will be voted on either what, by the students or the alum or whatever? Archie and Phoebe Givens High School. No. Camden High School. Champion High School. Clarence Washington High School. Clyde Bellacourt High School. Cozell Breedlove High School. Crispus Attucks High School. Forward High School. What? Forward. Like Freedom a- High School. Future High School. Future High School. No, it's a stupid name. Future. Gary Wilson High School. General Vang Pao High School. Whoa. Mm-hmm. We too low high we school. Low. George Bonga High School. What? George Bonga. Look up George Bonga. Yeah, Bonga, you're not, Bonga. You're not kidding right, right now. But first. Henry High Just School. Before I do... <laughs> This is, is the best B-O-N-G-A? one. Henry is it? Yeah, B O N G A. Henry is an acronym for highly educated, noteworthy, resilient youth. <laughs> that one's my Jim favorite. Miller High School. <laughs> oh, it's Did a school. Jim computer? Miller. I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> John Francis Wheaton High School. George Bonga, uh, eighteen oh two to eighteen eighty, was a fur trader, entrepreneur, and interpreter for the U.S. government, who was of Ojibwe and Black descent. Fluent in French. Oh, well, you'd have a lot of bases covered. Ojibwe Mon and English. Yes. Yep. Okay. Sur- uh, you know I- what? He's let's okay. Bonga. Who, so far, Bonga is your favorite. I, so far, I like Bonga. Who provided these names? Because these are some names out of history. Uh, I, I'm surprised they know this stuff. I am too. John Francis Wheaton High School, Liberty High School, Martin Luther King Jr. High School, Minneapolis Northwest High School. Uh, apparently that's geographical in nature. 
Never give up on yourself, high school. No, you wow. made that up. Right there. Come on. Right Cut there. It. I'm Cut not it. kidding. Blow it out your backside, yeah, right. high school. We all went to, you probably should quit and go get a job, high school. North Camden High School, North Central High School, North Star High School, uh, Northwest High School, oh, Oyesa, Dr. Charles Alexander Eastman High School, Omanina. Wakan Wakapaden High School, mm. Pathways High School, Pioneer High School, Pride High School, Prince Rogers Nelson High School. <laughs> well, that would make more sense if he went there. He went yeah. to South, didn't he? He didn't go to North, did he? Staff, I anyone? He, oh, I anyone? Thought, I thought he went to North. Yeah, I thought he was oh. a North kid. Prince. Prince went to... I thought he went to South or Central. I thought it was Central. I'll yeah. look. Rising High School, Rosa Parks High School, Roy Wilkins High School, Royal High School, True North High School, True High School, Truth Truth High School, Toyota Teduda Little Crow High School, Yojima High School, Unity High School, Victory High School, Victory Fire High School, Wisdom High School, Wodakota High School. Zitkala Sa Gertrude Simmons Bonnie High School. Too long. The Zits. Zits. Uh, I'm going with Bonga. Prince attended Minneapolis's Bryant Junior High and then Central High School. Central, yeah. We, football, basketball, and baseball. Right. We need to get rid of all of the names, uh, the people's names. I, I like out of that list, I like Camden and North Star. Yeah. Just make it generic. End this nonsense. Or leave it the same. Uh, this Patrick Bonga guy is pretty impressive. He's your guy, huh? Credentials, yeah. He was a hard worker, and the fact that he's but first, black and a jibble. Bonga, 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 Bonga. Can somebody on the staff tell me about Crispus Attucks? Go ahead. Well, Can't I know it. the name, but I couldn't give you a biography. John, you've got to know. I don't. I mean, I know the same as Joe. Know the name, couldn't give you a biography. He was the first person killed in the Boston Massacre there of um, mixed race. Yes. Yep. Crispus. Yeah. He's got a cool name, doesn't he? Crispus. Yeah. Crispus. Oh, not Christmas. <laughs> Crispus. We'll have to cancel Crispus. Crispus Attics. Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, and he was free, by the way, too. Free man. Mm -hmm. Say uh, sometimes the uh, burial, if not sometimes, I would imagine every time the burial of a loved one is a difficult situation we have people for you we have mueller oh, yeah. memorial right who can handle this in a way that you'll be comfortable mueller uh, memorial are family owned they've been serving families for more than 75 years over three generations i've known them almost that long they're great people they take care of the difficult details in a way that you're not going to find elsewhere they uh, create a perfect event to honor your loved one and bring families together because they figure, let's celebrate a life well-lived. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the positive aspects of this. It's not a fun thing to think about. But once you learn about it and what's involved, you understand that it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be frightening. It doesn't have to be despondency. It can be an uplifting memories of life well-lived. Scott Mueller, I've known Scott for a long time, a good friend of mine. He's written a book called... What to know before you go? And he answers the most commonly asked questions about death, 
grief and funerals in a fun and informative way. That's what he does for a living. Yep. Day in, day out. You know, in the grief industry. But he's turned it into something that is, works for yeah. you. It works for you. Go to MuellerMemorial.com to learn more. Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, one word, MuellerMemorial.com. Segue into a Mueller ad. There's really not. Give me liberty or give me death. Yeah. Okay, I've completed my task. He was uh, Patrick Henry. He was against slavery, by the way. He was a slaveholder from the time of his marriage at age 18. Yeah, but he, this, he rejected right, it. He believed slavery was wrong and yeah. hoped for its abolition. These uh, precious fools don't know what they're doing. Where is Patrick Henry? Well, you can get there from here. Yeah. It's uh it's over north. It would be west of ninety four and south of six ninety four. Well, well, yeah, it's gotta be up in the Camden area. It's gotta be in uh if they're gonna call it Camden. The northwest corner of Minneapolis. Hold on, I'm a map guy. Yeah, I, I've I'm got a uh, North Newton Avenue. Juice Newton. Uh, it's between 43rd and 44th. Yeah. North. And it's uh, west of Fremont. It's across the street from the Pickles Cafe. Is it really? I've never been there. But they have pickles. I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing residents. I guess yeah, forty third North Penn, North Morgan. It's right on North Morgan. You never really hear of any trouble emanating from that school. Uh, not really. No. We was over north. John and I used to live in Camden. John's microphone is off. He's talking to us. God, that's twice today. What the hell? Why? Why do you touch it? Uh, I turn it off when I'm typed because I do this, and, so and you guys get mad. On the air, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's I type. Some... I type My name is Awesome, a Peaky Blind Day. Eh? I'm trying they're to figure awesome. out when this took place, but apparently there is um some audio of some back and forth between Karen Housley and somebody else. A reporter? No, uh, oh. it's on the house floor, but it's it's I don't know, it's not worth playing. Is it Sandy Pappas? Yes. Yeah, that's old. The oh, it is old. Sandy okay. Pappas? But it just shows you how dysfunctional. Well, Sandy wasn't going to allow a bill to be heard because she's pouting about something. Right. Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a great group. It's a great group. We just need to spend more, Joe. Know why you hate kids so much? <laughs> why do you hate children? I mean, no, Joe, come on. Oh, really interesting piece in the op-ed from a guy that used to be in the Hennepin County's uh, attorney's office. Did you read it about Mayan Burrell? Yeah. Wow, that was a good piece. I had no idea 
about yeah. any of that stuff he revealed. It was all a, a read, read today's lead letter to the editor. And that's again, think, a, a big reason why Minnesota is the way it is. Yeah, There's I too many of it. her. Yeah. There's just too many of her. Adding to the richness of our city. You, you don't see what's coming, lady. And it'll be way too late by the time you do. Did you finish Peaky Rook? Yes. Uh, don't tell me anything. There's on, a couple of really good twists, man. They all die I'm at the season, end. I'm on season five, episode five. I only have seven episodes left after tonight. The kid sees dead people. Well, what about already, Tommy's already doing that. What about Arthur? Hey, I love him. Arthur's the whole show, eh? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, um, how about Aberama Gold marries into the family, marries Paul. Sean, yeah. what's the deal in St. Yeah, Paul? What was that all about? What deal? What deal? There's been many deals. What's Chris. the deal um, with that? There was a they had sectioned off an entire neighborhood this morning. Oh, two shooting. Two oh. people are dead, and they're not saying if it was a murder or a murder suicide. Oh, it'll, it'll be in my deals. It seemed like it wasn't that a nice part of St. Paul? Mini haha apartments. Yeah. St. No, Dayton's Bluff neighborhood. Douglas County went by here at about 110 miles an hour. I live on a gravel road. Whoa. Guess what I did? Uh, hopped in the truck. Yep. Followed him. <laughs> where, yep. Are you, where are you going? <laughs> Passing him. Was he spitting gravel? <laughs> he was flying, man. The guy had some skills. I was impressed. McLaren is tasked today in the next five minutes of sending off this poor child at uh, oh god in that's North Minneapolis story. and she has to speak. What do you mean in North Minneapolis? The uh, funerals in a big, huge like the where does temple? the kid live uh, in St. Paul? Well, what and, got and, him? And McLaren has to do what? She has to speak at the funeral. Was she, she uh, his teacher? Kid's teacher? Yes. Yeah. Well, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was a little nervous, and that is just the saddest thing. I don't. I still don't. What's? I we still don't know how, why, or what. There's an ongoing. You're probably better off not knowing, to be honest. The only you. funeral I think I could speak at, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, would be Such's. I think speaking at Such's funeral would be easy and fun. Well, now I'm I'm very nervous. Mueller already has a date. <laughs> yeah, Mueller already called me. He's got a date ready. <laughs> Your family's going to turn it into a roast. Yeah, totally. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be a true celebration you know, of you life. Know what's going through his head right now? He doesn't like this talk. It's bad juju. It is. It's really bad. Thank bad you. Karma. Karma. Cover me. <laughs> I'm right now. See how he changed me. What's I? Uh, I'm kind of with Joe on this. I. I wouldn't want to hear you guys speaking about no, my I, death. Anybody else? I'd be a blubbering fool, but not Suchi boy. No. I think you should take that the wrong way, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Well, I'll be sad that my source of income is gone. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I couldn't have fun with a friend. I got news for you. Or a We're guy going to meet our maker at some point. Well, yeah. you know, let's yeah. not hurry it along here. <laughs> what are you on? Season five? Season five, episode five tonight. You just, hope, you just hoping he makes it to the end before he goes, Rook, or what? Yeah, <laughs> Could right. you finish Peaky Blinders before you go? <laughs> I've never in my life previously watched a series on television. Really? Oh, I'm not going to. I can't believe I'm doing this, but the weather's been so bad. Why not? Can't go golf. I'm going to watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> um, 
So, John, yes, in the yeah. when you're done, do your do your bit. Here we That'll go, John Hyde. Let's go. Let's because go. You got something? He does. Let's go. Well, Let's my go. last local story will be the new announcement of Keith Urban coming, and then I can say, "Hey, speaking of shows," and go into my break. See, okay, see how smart I am. Thanks, Preble. That's yeah, you, you, that got, you got that, Murph? Let me write that down. So oh, let's go here. You're for it. I'm against it. People to stop. Here we go. Hi. I want to hear Jeff Dayton, don't I? Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. Well, I think now would be a good time to bring that up. What's the deal, Reavers? Yeah. Well, you give us one day of Jeff Dayton, and then that's it. Well, now we're back to the same old. I'll go back to Jeff. You have three CDs worth. Right. Unfortunately, they're all still at my house. Well, that's where they shouldn't be. I know. Oh, for Pete's sake, here's somebody. I don't know who. Uh, that little bit of rain and snow over the weekend. If you're a ProTurf customer, you know what that was. That's just watering. That was Jesus watering your lawn for you. Uh, because if you are a ProTurf customer, the, the two things you need to do to make that lawn beautiful all season long, water and mow, ProTurf does the rest. ProfessionalTurf.com. They're going to come out once you establish contact. They'll come out and walk your lawn. They'll identify the problem areas, the good areas, and then they're going to put together a program that services only your lawn. They've got 35 years of experience under their belts, and your pro-turf guy will, I promise you, will know your lawn better than you, your own fertilizer, your your own weed control program. It's environmentally safe, of course, and even more important, guaranteed for superior results. It's not a fantasy. It's not a dream. Make it reality. A beautiful lawn, healthy, free of crabgrass, free of dandelions, no broadleaf weeds. It can all be yours. Just click on professionalturf.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. And this update is brought to you by professionalturf.com. One sports note, we've already talked about it a bit. If you didn't stay up late, you missed the Wild winning the first game of their playoff series with the Dallas Stars. Final was 3-2. to two. The Wild with Ryan Hartman scoring the winning goal in the second overtime. The two teams will meet again on Wednesday, and hopefully Ryan Suter will be taken care of. No, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Well, it's inevitable. Yeah, I think so. What? Define. I went to bed before the puck even dropped. What did he do? Well, he was he uh, violently cross check uh, the our commie. The, the commie was standing right in front of the goal. A suitor from the back, boom, just leveled him. And it was the, hard. It was a, and he didn't get called for a penalty. Not a yeah. thing. Yeah. So we got to watch for Reeves then tomorrow night, right? Or Felino or anybody wants him. Let's Felino take care of this. Tried, Felino tried to go after him last night, but he did. Uh, everybody jumped in to take care of that one. Just no, he has every right to clear the commie out of the goal mouth, but not that way. No, right. no. We need Felino on the ice, though. We could go a game without Reeves, right? Yeah, Reeves is, uh, you know, he's the he's Sasquatch, but he's good. I mean, he's proven <laughs> to us that he's good. Yeah, he can he's shoot the luck puck. a couple times. Yeah, too. no, uh, it's more than luck, Matthew. He, he uh, can shoot the pucks, but let's be honest. We can we can have him go to the locker room for one game. So take care of it right away. Sports so. Illustrated: Ryan Suter gets away with dirty cross checks on Kirill Kaprizov. Well, it should have been a penalty, and why it wasn't is beyond me. The uh, Anthony Lapanta, who was doing the play-by-play, it was beautiful. Just in mid-stream, uh, whatever, as he's doing the game, says, "Oh, there's another cheap shot by Suter," and then he keeps going with where the puck went. And, yeah, I think it went more like this. 
I'm Anthony Lopato. There's another cheap shot on Sudo. Exactly. I don't like you taking a swing at uh, Tony. I uh, love him. I, I, would like Tony. I would do it right in front of him. I'm I like Anthony Tony. Lopato. Uh, John, you going to do the news? I might, uh, you know, in news. <laughs> Multiple police vehicles could be seen outside the Minnehaha apartments in St. Paul's Dayton's Bluff neighborhood Tuesday morning as officers investigate what they say is a homicide. The apartment complex is across the street from the Twin Cities Academy on Minnehaha Avenue. According to police, two people died. Officers have not said if both deaths were due to homicide or if it was a homicide and a suicide. No other details were available. Police say the investigation is continuing. Minnesotans could see one-time checks of $275 per person. Oh, boy! Wow. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. You've gone from $2,600 to $275. dollars $2,000 or whatever it is. I'm going to do what my roommate used to do when she was bartending. Somebody would tip her a nickel. The guy would turn on his heel. Yeah. She would throw it back at him, and he could back of his head. Good. Uh, they could also see tax credits for families and Social Security tax cuts under a proposal that House Democrats unveiled yesterday. But... Higher earners wouldn't see many of those benefits, and those with the highest incomes would face a tax hike. All of this, of course, very preliminary. The proposal is one of many tax plans that state leaders are rolling out, and the House bill has to be negotiated with the Senate and Governor Walls. Uh, Social Security tax is part of the plan. A single tax filer with an adjusted gross income of seventy-eight grand or less, uh, seventy-eight grand or less, or a married joint filer earning more than one hundred grand could exempt all of their Social Security income from state taxes. The subtraction would be phased out, so those with incomes above the thresholds could qualify for a partial break. Well, the Senate hasn't released its tax bill. More than a half dozen DFL senators have signed on to bills that would fully eliminate Social Security taxes. That provision was part of a tax deal between both parties last spring that fell apart along with other spending plans in the final hours of that session. I told you guys my favorite tipping story with the old hmm. man. Remember that? Hmm. No. Oh, refresh. Taking a family trip, a driving trip that people don't do anymore. Over the top of Canada, down through Maine, into New York, stopping to see the sights. Took me into Montreal Forum in the dead of summer. This is like 1963. Yeah. And uh, get to New York and he wants to go to Luchow's, very famous restaurant. So at that time, there's six of ultimately going to be seven kids. Six hungry so mouths to feed, huh? He parades six kids in there, Oof-ta. all of whom I think we were behaved. I don't think we were throwing food or anything. And uh, and then he and the old lady are having their cocktails and whatever. And he can tell that the waiter's not real pleased that six kids showed up. <laughs> so uh, at the end, the old man tips him a penny. Oh, and the guy followed oh. him out and said, you're too generous. You're too generous, mocking the old man. Yeah. My old man said, no, you deserve every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like the attitude he right. was getting. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. no, you deserve, you every, deserve bit every bit of it. <laughs> you know, John mentioned the, um, the, the, the spending and everything else. And I have this other gem that I wanted to play for you and yeah. the GLers today. This is Representative Lucy Ream. All right. She is a DFLer from Chanhassen, Minnesota. You know, the, the heart of farming country, Chanhassen, Minnesota. Yeah, right. Uh, and she uh, has an idea for what farmers can do to save a dollar or two. Okay. Oh, no. And for farmers, I just want to say there are a lot of small family farmers who are really struggling. And if they're able to put solar panels on their farms, if they're able to install a wind turbine, that helps diversify the income they're getting. Um, Something I read that I hadn't heard before. They say 
Wind energy has been called the new corn for struggling mm. farmers. And now solar fields are increasingly allowing farmers to export a new product from their land in a long-term sustainable way. In fact, lease payments from wind and solar can mean the difference between keeping a farm in the family or selling off the land or under-investing in the operation during tough years. Who, who is this? It allows farmers to continue <laughs> their farming operation uninterrupted with the added benefit of dependable revenue. So I see a lot of wins here. Win, 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 win. Many wins. So please vote green. I will be. Thank you. What's her name? Lucy Ream. Look her DFL up. Chan Hassan. I'm way ahead Spell of you. Okay. Way ahead of you. Yeah. Um, she is obviously a rep from Chan Hassan, Minnesota. She has a BA in English yep. from the College of St. Benedict, St. John's University. All right. And okay. she has the quote of the legislative session, solar is the new corn. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun if one of these so-called farmers brought in all their books and laid them down on the table and showed little Lucy exactly what it takes to not break even every year <laughs> and how solar would just add to the aggravation. Wouldn't it be fun if there was a legislator who actually ever had a job? <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't this, that one minute and three second clip, just goes to show you how absolutely out of touch these people are. Pretty much. How about that ditz and Edina? Wanted to take your lawnmower. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No more me. Yeah. I'm going to start saying win, 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 win all the time. So yeah. that's what I got out of that. So I'm voting green. I hope you do too. I hope you do too. Solar is the new corn. Marcus that Cinema. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Cinema and Elk River closing at the end of the day today. It's a pretty big theater up in this neck of the woods. According to Marcus Cinema, the company says the final day of business is April 18th today. The company says it decided to close the theater after what they called a thoughtful and careful business review process. Marcus Cinema added it enjoyed being part of the community over the years and have appreciated the support of all their guests. Other theaters owned by Marcus can be found in Duluth, Hastings, Hermantown, Oakdale, White Park, Rochester, Rosemount, and Shakopee. Country star Keith Urban will return to the Minnesota State Fair Grandstand on August 26th. Tickets are priced $87 down to $52. They go on sale this Friday morning through eTix. Uh, the 55-year-old Urban has been a consistent presence on the country chart since his first big hit in 1999. He's, He's a monster guitar player. He really is. He really is a very good guitar player. Jeff uh, Jeff word. Dayton. <laughs> Jeff Dayton actually said that uh, on Friday. Uh, Urban has landed at number one with more than 20 singles. Urban's a familiar face locally. He's played Target Center, Winstock County Music Festival in 2015, the State Fair Grandstand. He's also headlined Excel Energy Center numerous times. Uh, most recently, he wrapped up the last tour, the 2022 North American Tour at Excel Energy uh, back in 2020. Is he married to that uh, wanker from Australia? Yeah, yeah, he's, well, yeah. yeah, he's from Australia, too. He's Australian. Oh, he is. Keith Urban is Australian. Oh, yes. Gentlemen, if you have oh, it in I you, I, I attended a Keith Urban show at the State Fair and uh, worth every penny. Was it? I'll say. Is that the, good, the, huh? the combination of the hat <laughs> and the shorts and the boots, that really does something to the old oh, soul man. Vest. And the crowd. The vest. Well, I was, yeah, but Keith Urban doesn't wear a hat or shorts. I was referring to. Yeah. <laughs> Did you even look at the stage? No. What uh, what day would that be at the fair? I wonder. 
uh, 26th, right? Wasn't it? Well, Did I mean, they what say? day would that be? Yeah, I, mean, I know. I know what you mean. August 26th. I, I don't have it. Calendar a, August. Front I think of it's me. a day. It's a set. Oh, it's a Saturday. Wow. Yeah. That'd oh, be, really? That'd be a fun. That'd so it's the fun. first Saturday of the fair, obviously. Yeah. It sounds like. Uh, speaking of shows, let me, I want to tell you about something before I do any more news here. A fun is night. It, is that what it, wait, wait a second, John. Is that what it's like at all country shows? Pretty much. What? Guys with hats? Oh God, you're just you're just it's just, just watch going, the bobber. It's yeah. going right by you. <laughs> just watch the old bobber. Wow. Uh-huh. A uh, fun night Great in time. store yeah. for music history fans, rock and roll fans in general. April 29th, which is also a Saturday at the Pandagus Theater in Minneapolis. That's the night former Monkeys singer and drummer Mickey Dolenz is performing there with his show, The Monkeys, celebrated by Mickey Dolenz. Uh, the band and Mickey hold a special place in my music history. You know why? I don't. The first song I ever played with a band with other human beings was a monkey's song. Really? Yeah. You, any guesses? It's got to be something really easy. Don't go back to here. I come. No, that's tough. Walking that's, down the road. No, it see was. A funny face and I laugh everywhere I go. You, got, you, you didn't get one song word right. It's just a little ice cream. <laughs> yeah, okay. Favorite. Anyway, the song was. <laughs> Oh, I love that song. Yeah. yeah, anyway, that's the first song. God, you guys are just... Hey, uh, John, is that, like a, Johnny. is that an easy song that, like, say, a hack bass player could knock out? Uh, it's, you know, it's oh, e, e, A, G, and C, basically. That's, that's the only notes you have to play there. Not your stepping stone. Well, anyway, uh, Mickey Dolenz will appear April 29th at the Pandagus, the only surviving member of the Monkees, lead singer on that song and lots of other ones like Last Train to Clarksville, Pleasant Valley Sunday, I'm a Believer. Uh, they'll also have a big screen showing old video clips, pictures, never before seen home movies of the band and friends. He'll be telling great stories. He was one of the rock stars that lived in Laurel Canyon during the late 60s. Uh, in fact, there's a great clip from this tour that shows him uh, talking about Stephen Stills walking up to him and saying, hey, I want you to listen to a new song. Uh, and that song was for what it's worth. So he'll have some great stories uh, to go along with that. Come on out, see Mickey Dolan's pay tribute to Mike Nesmith, Davy Jones, and Peter Tork, fellow monkeys, Saturday, April 29th at the Pandagus Theater in Minneapolis. Tickets start as low as 43 bucks. Order at ticketmaster.com or www.talekpresents.com. T-A-L-U-K presents.com. long is Pantages signed up for? They have three more. Oh, they're not going to be a year-round client? I don't know. No. Well, they might be if this gets sold out. Yeah, we help them. You're not really going to see a, a rock star. You're going to see a has-been television star, right? I mean, He's a musician, though. Well, not really. Well, no, Wait a he minute. Was, he is, yeah, too. Well, not really. Joe, you're yeah, wrong again. Not really. Joe, wrong about music. I'm shocked. <laughs> no, not really. Am I biting on the hook? I think that's what I'm doing. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Chris, I almost jumped in for you and said, Kenny, don't play that. John, I can play this. Yeah, it's real easy. That's why do you think it was the first song I ever played in a band? Because you were high AF? Uh, I was 13. No, I, I wasn't. Oh. I'm not your stepping stone. 
No. I'll run the cam. You are a little off there. Yeah. Take that orchestra down. Did you really not get what we were talking about with the country, or were you just really Kenny? Really playing Joe. To the point, Joe, where I was working for Clear Channel, and at the end of every summer, they would have four shows, one on Saturday, or one on Friday, one on Saturday night, out at Canterbury. Cities 97 had a show, uh, WLOL had a show, KDWB had a show, and K102 had a show. BFD. The K102 show, the interns always filled those slots up first, just to watch the crowd. I suppose, sure. That's those days at the fair where I don't even want to do. I just want to sit behind that glass and, you know. No, I don't. Be a creepy old man. I don't man. Even want to know. You creep. Be creepy. Kenny, the best was I'm going to out Fred. I don't. He wouldn't even care. When we would do the beer show on Thursday night, we'd be out there till eight, whatever, and <laughs> we'd be watching the crowds going into the grandstand. And when that was the country, I, Mike, Mike, we're doing a show. Hello. Did you ever fall for the dollar bill on the fishing line? Sure. Trick. Of course I did. I did at the fair. I felt really stupid. No. Walking along, there was a dollar, and I just kept trying to get it. Gotcha. Somebody was reeling it in. Only you could change the topic from country gals. Did you guys? Did you guys see my snot joke? Yeah, we saw. We did. We We saw it. What'd you pay for that? Buck ninety-five. Yeah. At the uh, worth every penny was Toy Story. Yeah. It's, How does it stick in there? Is it got a little suction on it? No, it, it opens up. I bet when you were a kid, just... you bought all those novelty <laughs> items out of the back of a comic book, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, the, the hand sea buzzer. monkeys yep. and the see-through X-ray glasses. X-ray glasses. The gum that Francis ate on Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he turned blue. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Did John do another segment? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right. Does that mean you're ready? Helicopter. Yep. Rolling. Fire. Chris? Yes, sir. Me? Yes, sir. All right. Notes from yesterday. This was two weeks ago. Toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Just saving a a moment. Here's a guy. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. I'm going to steal a line that old Suchi boy uses. I've actually been buddies with and have been going to Tri-State Bobcat long before we started talking about them here on GL. But they are GLers. They've been one of the premier Bobcat dealers in our area since 83. Obviously, they carry a Bobcat and everything they make. But they also carry, among other brands, the famous Toro. And you can find a Toro for whatever your needs may be, large acreage, small acreage. But if you have a bigger lot, boy, they Toro really makes mowing the lawn fun. Right now, you can get last year's 54-inch time cutter zero turns with the My Ride suspension. It's floaty. It's like riding on a cloud. $42.99. Current model year, 50-inch time cutters, $37.99. You can see all these deals I'm bringing up on the website tristatebobcat.com. If your neighbors hates your leaf blower, Toro has the answer. And these aren't those cheap little uh, pieces of crap they used to make. These are big and angry and do the job. 60-volt power source with their flex, uh, the FlexForce system. And it runs your string trimmers, your hedge trimmers, and the leaf blowers. It's in backpack form. So 
Uh, the handheld equipment is really light and it's really powerful. You really got to try these things out. Get into Tri-State Bobcat right now for these rebates and deals on the previous model years. They run through the end of May, three locations here in the Twin Cities, Hudson, Little Canada, Burnsville, plus down in O-Town, Mankey's Equipment in Owatonna. TriStateBobcat.com. You, uh, Ruck, you mentioned Royce's uh, show going, prep we're list. We're going to John. I know. Yes. But on Monday Night Sports Talk, we learned that Royce has a new discovery. New tires do the trick. New tires do the <laughs> trick. Yeah, roll it right on there. As old as he is and all the cars <laughs> he owns, it just occurred to him that tires play a pretty good role. Did in you that. think wow. he was going to bring – I thought he was going to bring up shocks. Well, he wouldn't know anything about shocks. Because he was describing that reboundy feel. Yeah, and he, yeah. he was describing the bouncy feel, but the tires made that go away. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, you won't believe it's it. It's probably some big warped. Actually, Pat, I would believe it. I, I know about tires. <laughs> I like tires. I like good tires. Here's John. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. And other news. Before I do that, Joe, I want to I want to thank you for thinking that at 13 years of age, I could play the intro to Last Train to Clarksville. I can barely play it now. So. Okay. Moscow court on Tuesday upheld the detention of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich, who was arrested while on a reporting trip last month and held on an allegation of espionage that the Wall Street Journal and the U.S. government vehemently deny. After a closed hearing today, Mr. Gershkovich, 31-year-old American citizen, was denied bail, ordered held in the Russian capital's Lefortovo prison pending trial. That prison's often been used to house prominent political prisoners, U.S. government has designated Mr. Gershkovich as wrongfully detained and called for his immediate release. The American ambassador, Lynn Tracy, who was allowed counselor access to him for the first time Monday, attended that hearing. Does this mean that we're going to have to give up another merchant of death to get this guy out? I hope not. Hmm. In oh, We already did that, didn't we? Uh, the moral to the next two stories is don't shoot people who knock on your door and go into uh, driveways. So we'll skip that and, and move right along yeah. here. A federal appeals court has overturned Berkeley, California's first-in-the-nation ban on natural gas in new construction, agreeing with restaurant owners who argued the city bypassed federal energy regulations when it approved that ordinance. The measure, which took effect in 2020 to cheers from environmentalists, was intended to reduce emissions of greenhouse gases that contribute to global warming. With some exceptions, it banned new residential and commercial buildings from installing natural gas piping in favor of electrical lines. Well, the California Restaurant Association sued, claiming the regulation violated federal law that gives the U.S. government authority to set energy-efficient standards for appliances such as stoves, furnaces, and water heaters. I am having a deep thought. What do you mm -hmm. got? The only thing that's keeping the United States from completely disintegrating is the law, and therefore judges. It, it, we still are clinging to the reality that the law puts a stop to much of the destruction. There's an example right there that John just had. Hey, you people, you just can't suddenly say no gas. That's how people cook and whatever. Okay, right. You're, once, once enough people from the failed academy fill all the ranks of judgeships and whatever, then it's then it's going to be completely Well, that's what over. I was just going to say. You can say that for now. Yeah, it's completely over at that point. But right now, we're still clinging to some semblance of actually looking like a country, some semblance of it, because you still have the law to rely on and the judges. Well, once that's done, it then, then she's over. over. She's over completely. 
Do you think the left has learned the error of their ways uh, vis-a-vis the uh, Mary Morality um, no, issue? No, I do not. Uh, mm. Mary will try this again, and then if it gets taken from her again, she'll try it again. Interested investors might have to dig deep in their pockets to claim a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton that was dug up from three sites in the U.S. and is going up for auction today in Switzerland. It's 293 T-Rex bones that were assembled into a growling posture that measures 38 feet long, 12 and a half feet high. It should fetch up to 5 to 8 million Swiss francs or 5.6 to 8.9 million dollars when it goes under the hammer at a Zurich auction house. Promoters say the composite T-Rex, dubbed Trinity, was built from specimens uh, retrieved from three sites here in the United States in the Hell Creek and Lance Creek formations of Montana and Wyoming between 2008 and 2013. What would you do with it if you bought it? Yeah, you throw it up in your museum. It wouldn't fit in the living room. Probably museum, right? If you find one on your property, are you the owner of it? Or does somebody swoop in and say, nope, you're selling it? Given the fact that we don't have a country much anymore, I would say that would be taken from you. Yeah. Book wars are continuing around the United States. Republicans who control the Missouri House have passed a budget that doesn't give its public libraries any money. That's because the lawmakers are mad at the Missouri Association of School Librarians and the Library Association because they challenged a law that lawmakers passed last year removing certain materials deemed too explicit from school libraries. There's a chance this particular battle against books won't succeed. Missouri State Senator Lincoln Huff, who's the Republican chair of the Missouri Senate Appropriations Committee, told the St. Louis Post-Dispatch Tuesday he doesn't agree with some of his party's members. He says, quote, there is no way that money is not going back in to the budget. And a small Texas county is weighing whether to shut down its public library system after a federal judge ruled the commissioners violated the Constitution by banning a dozen mostly kids' books and ordered that they be put back in circulation. The Lano County commissioners have scheduled for this Thursday a special meeting, which the first item on the agenda is whether to continue or cease operations at the library. Lila Green-Little, one of seven local residents who successfully sued the county for banning the books, fired off an email urging county residents to attend a special meeting and give the commissioners an earful. Uh, Several people had sent in the new state of Minnesota campaign in which, because I saw it on television this morning, which reminded me, remember to take your keys. Have you guys seen the television ad for this no. yet? No. What does it no. have to do with book? No, because someone had just emailed it in, and I thought I was going to play it for you, but it's it's completely visual. But they're actually running ads to tell people. I have seen that ad. To take your keys. That's how dumb we've become. Why are we so stupid? Well, Rook, where do you want us to begin? That's stupid. German officials seized cooked bats and nearly a ton of no. unrefrigerated no. fish. That's the only way to eat them, though. Really? Yeah, yeah, can't eat yeah, yeah but that's how you get the COVID. No, you eat them that way. You had to double boil them, actually. Yeah, you got to cook the hell out of them. That's one yeah. where I would agree with you. I yeah. want it well done. Yeah. It's like I, raccoon meat. It's a little tough unless you double boil it. Oh, God. <laughs> a ton of unrefrigerated fish after police stopped a van that had... That had entered the country from Belgium, according to authorities. German police said a patrol on Monday uh, stopped the vehicle at a highway exit on the edge of the border city of Aachen and found the bats under the fish. 
A vet from the local consumer protection office was sent to the scene and ordered the bats and fish confiscated. Police seized the van. The 31-year-old driver faced a criminal complaint for traffic offenses and unauthorized entry because he entered the country without papers or a driver's license. He also faces administrative proceedings for violations of food hygiene rules. Local authorities are looking into whether he violated conservation laws related to the bats. A court in Aachen ordered the driver held in custody pending his handover to authorities in Italy where he's registered as living. Did somebody put a fish in Sid's car? Yes. Oh, really? Was it you? Bud Grant. Oh, it was Bud. Mm -hmm. Bud was a jokester, wasn't he? I hadn't heard that story. It was a fish in Sid's trunk for quite a while until it began to be very odorific. <laughs> oh, odious. Odious. Odor, Gross. Odor, had a lot of it stunk. Is that what it inspired stunk. the grumpy old men bit? I don't know. That was in the movie. Yeah. Even though Rupert Murdoch's ex-wife, Jerry Hall, did not like Donald Trump, it seemed like Donald had a soft spot for her. So much so. So much so he asked her to join his team. Uh, she turned him down. Who, Apparently, what, what woman is this? Jerry Hall. Uh, Jerry Hall was on the Trump team. Well, he no, he, he asked oh. her. Here, I'll, oh. let me explain, Joe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After the twenty, 20- what concert was she at? Honest to God, sometimes <laughs> I worry. After the twenty sixteen election, Hall asked Trump to reroute the Dakota Access Pipeline away from Native American reservations. In response, Trump asked her. If she wanted to be his Bureau of Indian Affairs person. Well, she'd be a good choice. Yeah, she knows a lot about that. But she, she later, didn't hear it right because he said, will you help me with my election? Right. She. Wait, he gets me. She <laughs> later, uh, thank you. She later told friends of the offer saying it was horrible. I couldn't wait to get away from him. Uh, Murdoch, who was previously married to Jerry Hall from 2016 to 2022, apparently didn't fight much, but Hall said she couldn't stand the former president. Uh, Tom Cash and Hall's friend said in an interview during dinners we had with Jerry and Rupert, Jerry wouldn't hold back talking about Trump. Murdoch even wanted to buy a house in Florida so he could be near Mar-a-Lago, but Jerry Hall shut that request down. Hall told pals she was put off by Trump and didn't want him to be in office and did not want to live around him. You know what it is? It's the George Costanza thing. Yeah, George, when a woman hated George Costanza, that made George fall in love with her and he (laughs) had to have her no matter what. (laughs) And a Florida man's been arrested after police said he threw chicken wings at his wife during an argument. That's against the law? Apparently, police said they responded to a disturbance call at a home in Wildwood, Florida last Sunday night. When officers got there, they say the victim was holding a baby and asked to be taken somewhere. According to the suspect's arrest report, the victim told police the defendant and her had been arguing over the defendant having another girlfriend. The victim said the defendant threw wings at her. Some hit her on the shoulder and under her chin. Officers at the scene in the report said, yes, they saw chicken wing sauce on the victim's chin, neck, and shoulder. The victim said, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. But there's a joke. There's a joke in there. Yeah. It's so sad. She's holding a baby. Uh huh. And he's yep. throwing chicken. Now, are they that, the newfangled boneless kind, or do they right, have the dangerous right. uh, wing, wing bones? There are chickens them. apparently that don't have bones. Oh. Do they have large talons? Yes. Yep. According to the Rust affidavit, there was an audio recording of the incident where the man was heard threatening the woman and knocking on a door. During questioning, officers said 39-year-old Robert Odette admitted getting mad and throwing the wings, but that he did not intend to hit the victim. 
Uh, Dat was charged with assault and booked into the Sumter County Detention Center. He bonded out Monday afternoon. Yeah, thank you. That's You're a, welcome. terribly depressing. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's not really a heartwarming story to All end I on. All I have is a chicken wing. I don't know. A chicken wing fight sounds kind of fun. No, no, not really. It's, I'd rather just eat them. Take a, do the thing. Hit the button. Where are we going? Where is this on place? Story I ended with that story, huh? How did the chicken wing story make it, though? That's what I want. Seriously, though, isn't it sad, though, that so the cops had to be called out to that domestic? They never know what they're getting into. Those other cops got. Well, it beats them showing up and getting shot. Well, I know. I just I'm, I just got so much respect for those coppers with not knowing what's around the corner. Are you just talking to talk now? Yes. I got to go. One thirty. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies John, and gentlemen, yes, Ken, I am not your stepping stone. Hey, Ken, since I'm, okay. I'm done, I know, but since Joe added a segment here and you're going to be gone on Friday, you want to you sneak in another one? Son of a, I know. Oh, wait, now, wait, we're doing a show Friday, you're not going to be here, Kenny, but Kenny's not going to be here. Yeah, it's I don't think I, the, I don't think I can be here either. It's going to be the three of us. <laughs> no, you're going to be here, John, because Rookie's not here either. No, so it's, it's you, typical, me, and Rookie. Typical suit. It know. really is. Really, is. I actually mentioned off. this to my wife that this yeah, may happen. It's just, it's he's unstable. I, I mean, Kenny, it would be beneficial if you could knock out aim high construction if you're ready for it. My hair looked grayer today. Yeah. Because the other ones you've already done, and I can't hit it. And Moon, I need you to do tomorrow. Is that possible, Sweet Pea? Yeah, can do that. Thank Joe, you. you could stay home and practice drums Friday morning. Hit the tubs, man. Man, you got to hit the tubs. Hit the tubs. Yeah, the cymbals and everything. Just a minute. Nutty. What about the hi hat? Yeah. I don't understand why it's so tough to tear them down, throw them in the car, and drag them up there. Right. You should probably kill his mic. Here, I read this. Voicemail. Oh, all right. I will anyway. Da, 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 all right, da, da, I got a flag. See you, Rook. See you, Rook. See you guys. See you, Rook. You ordering me. pizza? Carboni 698-0721. Carboni. You know the phone number for Carboni's. On Randolph and Davern. Yes. Jesus. Davani is 712-1000 by my house. It delighted me when Jeff brought up Beaks. God, I miss Beaks. Claire, I didn't know Beaks. Claire's Beaks? Oh, those things were greasy. God, they were good pizza. Where was it, Kenny? Yeah, it was down there. On the, it, 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 you can get there. You can get there. I don't know. They delivered. Hell, I don't care. Oh. There's still one here, Claire's Kenny. Beaks from Lindhurst Security? <laughs> yeah, I do, Matthew. I thought you were leaving. Where, John? <laughs> uh he pulled off this framing of uh, uh, Harvard graduate years ago in Philadelphia. At the yeah, Philadelphia yeah, Club. we know the story. Where are they, John? St. Louis Park. Oh, over there. St. Louis Park. There used to be one down in my neighborhood. There's one listed on Lindale, too, but I don't know if that's... It was, there was a nice short conversation. Pizza? Yeah. Beaks? Yeah, I'm on it. Um, do you want the bread? Yeah, there, there is one on Lindale too, Kenny. That wasn't my neighborhood. It was closer. Boy, the pizzas look great in the pictures. 
Can't get pizza up here. Can't get Chinese up here. There's no good pizza up there, really? Like a local pizza joint? You got to drive over to Alec. Huh. Get yourself a tombstone. Those GD Swedes don't know what they're doing. Peggy's, Peggy's pizza. Yeah, no. delivery. I like Peggy's. Uh, Peggy's and lots of matzo. Lots of matzo is the one I did. I like yeah. lots of What are you talking about? Frozen oh, that's pizza. a frozen pizza. Yeah. 7th Street has one. 7th Avenue. 7th Street. 7th Avenue. No. In St. Paul, there's one called 7th Street Pizza. Really? It's frozen. It's pretty frozen? good. Frozen? 7th yeah. Street? Yep. Well, now I get a look. Sure it's not 7th Avenue. It's Pete. I'm very, Street. very sure. I'm going to look it up. 7th Avenue Pizza is a... Actual pizza place, it looks like, Chris, but 7th Street is a frozen pizza, it looks like. You like a nice frozen pie, Joe? Not really. Not not too often. I, I, you know, twice a year, maybe. I'm not. What is this stupid movie? I'm not seeing 7th Street. What the heck here? So, John, Friday, we'll just shake it up, man. It'll be fun. Shake it up. So, Chris, are we doing the other Mickey Dolans on Friday, then? Yes. So we'll do one each day. Yes. Got it. Got you. Is that their last ad? Yes. Well, they got tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. Tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. Okay. The rest of the week. Is it called 7th Street Parlor? Well, I got, now you're right, Chris. I'm all I'm seeing is 7th Avenue. (sighs) It's like Avenue's run north. Do they have an entry? What is this? And Why these is are, your phone these are frozen? What's going on here? Joe's phone's talking. God, they use the same downtown, rural downtown set on all of these stupid movies, including Back to the Future. Downtown. It's just a backlot set, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to visit How do you one turn of those. This thing off? John, don't forget to send me news stories, please. You know what? I'll do that right now, Chris. Thank you. You're I welcome. Think, I don't think Joe ever hung up the voice. How do you turn it off? I love how he it's holds it up. He holds Shut. it up to his ear Shut that he has a headphone on. Right. Shut your phone off, Joe, completely. <laughs> Joe, shut the phone off. Shut the... No, you didn't. Shut didn't the phone screen. off. Just shut the phone off completely. I swear to God, you reach a certain age, you shouldn't be allowed to have one. My, uh, my brother, who's, what, about Joe's age, maybe a year older, but dials me twice a week. Joe, when you call Andy and he doesn't answer, do you just keep calling back? <laughs> like six times in a row. Because <laughs> I know that SOB is there. Yeah. <laughs> or Jesus. the best was when, Rook, Rook are you still there? Yeah. Rookie had his new voicemail greeting. You guys remember that one that pissed all of us off? Hello. Or he would oh, go, yeah. Hello. Hello. In the studio Drove me crazy. Joe I called Rookie. And he goes, oh, Yeah, hey, listen, dummy. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, Ha, gotcha. You know? I can't come to the phone. I can't come to the phone right now. Oh, that was pretty oh, funny. That was really great. Yeah. That was an Archer bit, too. Was Did you really? ever watch Archer, John? Oh, yeah, I loved Archer until they all kind of got the same. Yeah. You know what is popular in my house between Dill and I? We always go, boop, boop, because <laughs> he always used to do that. Fraddle. No, you know, there's no, no, the show's right? over, Joe. Um, no. Uh, Kenny's going to do a, Kenny's going to do an ad before oh, you do good. this day in history. Let's do it then. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Hello? Hello? You learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Aim high, their mission statement, in the business of designing gorgeous custom spaces where life happens. Pretty much says it all. The crew at Aim High Construction can make your vision reality. They can handle your exterior, interior needs for both residential and commercial, for that matter. And this includes everything, roofing, siding, windows, decks, and everything indoors. Chris, the owner, 100% committed to your 100% satisfaction. His team also dedicated to superior craftsmanship, customer satisfaction. When you work with Aim High, you get courteous service, professional prompt from an experienced crew And they also work with leading brands, the good stuff, to bring you long-lasting, high-performing solutions for your project. From designing your new space to the final cleanup, these guys are pros. Get the bid ball rolling. Get on the schedule right right now. Do it today. AimHighConstructionMN.com. That's AimHighConstructionMN.com. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in... um, Puma Langa, South Africa, from the Traveling Limans at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day. Tax day, April 18. 1807. The first recorded mention of farming by white Minnesotans was made in a letter written by George H. Monk, who noted crops of taters, oats, cabbages, beets, beans, and pumpkins, and Indian corn, being cultivated at the Northwest Company's fur trading posts on Sandy and Leech Lakes. And we've come all the way to learn that now solar Solar is the new new corn. corn. On this day in 1820, 418, soldiers at Fort St. Anthony, later called Fort Snelling, viewed Minnesota's first officially recorded tornado, which damaged the barracks roof. See, I only thought we had tornadoes just now. They right, just it's a recent developed. phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And finally, on this day in 1888, uh, April 18th, in an unprecedented move, 260 women employed at the clothing factory of Shotwell, Cherahue and Lothman, Clarahue and Lothman on 2nd Street in Minneapolis walked out. They demanded that peace rates, which have been cut at the first of the year, be restored. Although the company agreed to make small reforms, few of the strikers returned to work. Due to a lack of workers or to a boycott by sympathetic community members, Shotwell, Clara Hugh, and Lothman closed its doors a few months later. Let that be a lesson to you. That's right. Don't treat women like that. That's right. They wanted their piecework restored and shot well Clara Hugh and Lothman, which is a neat name, closed its doors a few months later. Thank you, GLers. GLers, do us a favor, if you wouldn't mind. Please subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel. Yes, on YouTube, we are yes, we are providing daily content. For your amusement, you can also follow us along on all of our social media channels, which include Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, let me see. Oh, the town council. Yes, for 10 bucks a month or $100 a year, 
You get unlimited access to behind-the-scenes footage of Garage Logic. It's uh, it's well worth your investment. And right now, if you sign up, you get a ten dollar Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Center gift card. Yes, gotta tighten that up. Tighten her up. Yes, sir. New tires uh, make this, a difference. This looks easy, John. Mm. Yeah, there. Over and over and over. Yeah, there's one change where it just goes E, G, and A and back. Yeah. What song is that, Kenny? Baseline two, baseline one. For a thousand dollars, what song is that? I don't know. Well, either do I. It doesn't sound like anything. It sounds like shit. Both. What's a good <laughs> Well, these rehearsals are going to be fun, huh? I don't want to be a gym song. That's on the list. John, what, uh, Joe, what was the first song you learned? Oh, Do you man. remember? I don't know. For me, it was Another One Bites the Dust. Two houses down, when I was about 15, a family moved in. And among the possessions they carried into the house, because it was all the neighbors stood around and gawked, who were the new people? Uh, they carried in a giant bass drum that literally looked like the Civil War era. Like a marching band <laughs> yeah, drum? Yeah, just a big red bass drum. And it just got stuck in my head. I had to have that. I just had to have it. Did you and, play in high school? Uh, only rock and roll. We, not a high school band. Oh, I was you never did? in okay. a high school band. All right. And ultimately, I did get that drum. And uh, I don't know what we traded for it or paid for it. I don't think we paid anything. How'd the old man like that? Well, and then as the years went by, the practices got more and more frequent in our garage. And that's when the town cop would swing by and summon my old man and say, Henry, how long is this going to last? <laughs> Whoops. I had the, uh, the luck of having Mark Canole live two doors from me. Mark now lives down here. He played with Cranston for a while with Doug Maynard. Uh, so he taught me a bunch of stuff right away. He's my age. And then from there, I had to learn myself. John, do you have Spotify? Uh-huh. Uh, the Magnolias um, did last train to Clarksville. And I think oh, really? He nailed, I think he nailed that intro. Um, they're a... Uh, they did a live show back uh, in the Kenny 90s. Kenny and the mayor exchanged new UFO theories. What? That's right. It is. Yeah. I, I was trying to be humble. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the tough one's Pleasant Valley Sunday. That's the Penny and the mayor exchanged new UFO theories. GLers find uh, new dangers in the proposed voting law, which would pre-register teens to vote. Which? 
pre-register teens to vote. Can you read that sentence back to me? Uh, GLers find new dangers in the proposed voting law or laws, which law, law which would pre-register teens to vote. Right? Pre-register. It's not one word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, check out the... I want to do something with the corn is the new solar because that line is so great. Well, check out the new... Check out the names to replace Patrick Henry High School. If you want corn is the new... If solo was the new corn, you figure out a way to say it because that, that took exactly thirty seconds of the show. But the line is phenomenal. So big it's so deal. Out of You'll touch. hear the line when you listen to the show. Right. What are you writing? Should we try to get Steve Anderson to join us in uh, Duluth? Sure. DFLer, I'm going to say DFLer from Hell, Jeff Dayton would probably go there if we asked him. He's probably on the road, though. DFLer from Chan Hassan tells farmers that solar is the new corn. There you go. Did you spell Chan Hassan correctly? Well, I did live there for 10 years, Joe. <laughs> that doesn't mean a thing. Was it 10? It was exactly 10 years. Oh. Would have stayed if I could have could have afforded it. Jeff Dayton's Kenny, in I have Europe. No vehicle that June will hold 7th. those drums. Yeah, Jennifer's. I don't want to haul those things. He doesn't want to drive her a car. <laughs> so I take a fun car. I must know You are a very frustrating person. Hey, at times. Weber will do it. Yeah, just he's probably going to be our engineer. Sign Mike up to haul your shit. Have him drive up here too and grab an a amp. drum store in Duluth. Call the drum department. Because I'd rent the drum the drum. for a night. Hey, uh, uh, call the drum. up, John. Call Is there a the drum, drum store in Duluth? I I don't know. Let me look. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Do my bidding for me, John. <laughs> uh, John, you call him and set it up, huh? Yeah, um, no, that's not going to happen. Sorry. That was the best, but he couldn't get the TV remote to work, yeah. and he bellows, someone call the TV department. There is no straight drum store, Joe. It just shows Schmidt Music, music well, around. Schmidt Music could have drums. Yeah, well, there's a Schmidt Music day. Holy Schmidt. Holy Schmidt. Holy Schnakey. So this one. means if we want to practice, we've got to go to your house. Because we will have to practice. I don't care where we practice. But then you're going to have to drag them down to the we garage. Sure, telling going to go up to Alec to practice. No, I'm, I'm more than willing to sacrifice. I, you know, I'm used to making sacrifices for this program. Unlike you. Oh no, I never do. Uh, uh, I don't think this band's going to hold together. Very you know what? Just call it right now. You guys are yeah, going to break call up. It. Even... Just call it. Call it off right it's now. Yes, we had to break up. We had musical differences. Tomorrow he'll have a whole different plan. That was the initial note. 
I mean, will you even drag them down to the garage floor? Can we get that much of an effort out of you so we can practice? And then we'll have two days of practice. Yeah, I can get them down there. Uh, I told you, the drums I want, uh, one of the Mueller's, as a Mueller Mortuary, owns them. And I've Hmm. been meaning to text Scott and say, I'd really like to get those back. Can you can you see if that's possible? Ludwig, Pearl, yeah. who are we talking about? Yeah, they're Ludwig, Pearls, red, white, and blue. Ding, ding. Well, they were top drawer at the time. I don't know if you guys heard me, Jeff Dayton's in Europe then. Is he? Yeah. Is there a banana painted on the front of the kick drum? <laughs> That would be beautiful. Uh, that would be pretty good. No, we I'm going to come out dressed as a banana. We all come out dressed as bananas. <laughs> hey, who's going to sing? Well, I can oh, sing wow. some stuff. I mean, well, you know. I enjoyed the idea of doing them as novelty songs. Well, I, I enjoy the idea of picking five songs. Uh, that are very simple and doing them absolutely correctly. Oh, so you don't want Matthew doing uh, singing the lead for Fire? We could do that one. As a you don't joke. want uh, Jesse doing Lagrange? No, I don't even know what to play Lagrange. That's much harder song than you think. It's just that drum roll at the beginning. Just fake it. Nobody I got that know. part down, but what's the rest of the song? Yeah, the rest of it is one, two, three. Boogie woogie. John, the mugshot of that guy that shot the the sixteen year old or the, the teenager. I'm selling a car today. He looks yeah. like a guy that would. Which shoot. one? EMG. The restored one that's all it's, crooked. No, it's not restored. I'm 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 getting rid of it. Huh? The uh, the prosecutor. Uh, what are you going to replace? I'm sorry, yeah. uh, nothing right now. I need the garage space. Dang. Well, don't let her get a hold of that money. That's fun money. I don't think he heard you. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? Hey, what do you say? No, I just said that the uh, the mugshot that guy. He looks like a guy that would shoot him up. Yeah. Well, the prosecutor said. Uh, the What's prosecutor that? said. Oh, really? Well, that's just he looks exactly like that. Looks like a picture of a racist. Yeah. The prosecutor said there was a racial element to the case, but he wouldn't say what. My guess is the guy said, well, I had to shoot him. He was a black kid. Oh, my God. That would be my guess. Or, But he probably didn't say black kid would be my guess. Yeah, he probably didn't. But you know that's why he did it. Of course. Oh, did. yeah, of course. Yep. Uh, neck. Jesus. The other one, though, that's just plain. What the hell? Somebody's I didn't even know that about that story. What's that? I, the other, I didn't know about the other story in New York. I didn't read about it. I saw it last night, and I thought, well, what the hell? I do that a million times a year. Lori and I are out looking for something, and I just turn around. Why don't All you right, uh, yeah. you simpletons can talk about baseball? I got something. Oh, boy, baseball chatter. Well, actually, I got to go, Chris. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Mike, Mike's going to be here. In a, Mike, 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 Mike. Mike's going to be here in a couple of minutes to do the show anyway, so. Today is Lori's last day of vacation, so uh, I think she probably wants to do something. And you guys didn't go anywhere fun? Nah, we never go anywhere fun. Well, what the hell, John? 